Yeah, I get to talk to Will and Ash from Listen to This Podcast. We're going to talk about Drummer Day, and we've got a lot more to cover as well. This is Today. Welcome to This Is Today, the podcast that features the stories that make this day unique. I'm Russ. It's Sunday, November 15th, 2020. And here's what you need to know about today. Well, it is National Clean Out Your Fridge Day. So if you've got a bunch of stuff sitting in there, just going bad, clean it out. Um, You know, I know because of the pandemic, maybe you're hoarding some stuff. I don't know. But uh, clean out the stuff that's old. I did uh, actually do this uh, this morning. I decided to uh, check out the fridge and I saw some cream cheese in there. And uh, I don't think green is a color uh, that cream cheese comes in. So I I did throw that out. Uh, So I I did my part for National Clean Out Your Fridge Day. You know, it's it's also National Recycling Day today. And I found out this fact, a 75% of waste in the United States is actually recyclable, but we only actually recycle about 30% of waste. So do your part in this as well. And uh, try to up that recycling. All right. I I asked the garbage company for a bigger bin or maybe a second recycling bin just because we recycle so much at this house, but they won't do it. So I don't know what to do there. I guess I'll start composting. I don't know. (laughs) We'll figure that out. Hey, it's also uh, National Drummer Day. And as I mentioned in the open, I'm going to be talking to Will and Ash from Listen to This Podcast coming up. And uh, we will talk to them in just a little bit. But first, let's talk about some of the events of today. Way back in 1777, the American Revolutionary War was going on. After like 16 or so months of debate, the Continental Congress finally released a constitution. Well, actually, it was the Articles of Confederation. Think of it like a constitution, like beta edition, like, you know, version one, you know, the version that you don't really want to upgrade to or check out because there's some problems with it. Well, there definitely was some problems with the Articles of Confederation. Basically, the feds really had no power. Yeah, the Congress basically had less power than PG&E in California. Uh, The economy was completely disorganized and the state were basically supposed to pay tax. We're supposed to pay taxes, but they didn't. <laughs> if, and if they didn't, uh, it didn't really matter because there was nobody there to enforce them. They didn't give them the power to enforce the tax, but uh, that's that's a big problem. They did have the, the power to produce money, though, so they could make money, and it didn't matter how much they printed. Uh, It had no value backing it. So they could just print however much they want. So of course that made the dollar really worth nothing. Um, Also to approve an addition to the Articles of Confederation. Yeah, they needed 100% unanimous approval to add anything. All of the states had to agree. So that definitely made uh, needed an upgrade, we'll just say. So uh, they upgraded it later to the constitution that we know and love today. Hey, and I 1926, on this day, the NBC Radio Network opened up. It had 24 stations. Did you know that the radio network for NBC was actually two separate networks? There was the Red Network and the Blue Network. See, the FCC didn't like NBC having two stations in single markets, uh, much like today. Oh, wait, no, no. You can have like a thousand stations in a single market today. Thank you, uh, iHeartRadio. Anyway, uh, the FCC didn't like this back then. Uh, So what they did was they divided up the Red Network and the Blue Network. So uh, NBC had to... like basically divest uh, out of the Blue Network, uh, which eventually 
was sold to ABC. So American Broadcasting Company took over NBC, which means, yes, those NBC chimes were once heard on ABC radio stations. Uh, those chimes date back to 1927. And one thing that I didn't know was there is a version of the NBC chimes that are four chimes, not just three. See, it's G-E-C on the on the piano, but they, they add another note, C, at the end. So it's G-E-C-C. And that is only played actually at the uh, headquarters of NBC. And when that is played, that means that there's breaking news and the news reporters have to rush to go report on it. They did this during the Hindenburg and a bunch of other news events way back then. Those chimes, by the way, uh, are the first purely audio service mark granted by the patent office. So that's why I'm not playing it in the background now, because I don't want to get sued by uh, NBC. Hey, uh, tomorrow, uh, I'm going to be talking to another couple of podcasters, Bobby and Sarah from BS with Bobby and Sarah. Uh, they're going to talk to me about Fast Food Day, and that is happening tomorrow. Today is Wendy's Hamburgers anniversary. It opened up on this day back in 1969. We'll definitely uh, talk about Wendy's tomorrow, so tune in to that one. And in 1986, uh, we're going to take it back to NBC here. Yeah, For the second time, Saturday Night Live used a time delay. What this means is basically networks use a seven-second time delay to prevent uh, foul language from hitting the air. So it's you know, that little beep that they put in, they delay it seven seconds. So some guy sits there and, you know, is going to quickly edit out that uh, that language. Just hit the, the beep button real quick. Uh, it's quite the job. You got to have like that hair trigger to be able to do it. Uh, well, they did it because Sam Kennison was hosting Saturday Night Live. And this is actually the second time that this was used. The first time was used for Richard Pryor back in 1975. I guess I should probably say that was the prior time. Yeah, you know what? Maybe I should install a seven-second delay for bad jokes so that if I do a bad joke, it just gets removed from the podcast. Actually, no, that would reduce the podcast down to almost nothing. Uh, also, on this day, uh, Joey Buttafuoco was sentenced to six months in prison. Now, he actually served just four months in prison for statutory rape. Uh, he was an auto body shop owner from Long Island uh, that had a relationship with Amy Fisher, shot Joey Buttafuoco's wife, Mary Jo, and uh, earned the name the Long Island Lolita. It, you should check all this out. I'm sure there's some Lifetime movies about it. Actually, I think there are several <laughs> Lifetime movies about that case. Uh, it was kind of crazy times, and that was back in 1993. Uh, a charity auction in 2007. This guy from Scotland paid $170,000 for two tickets to see Led Zeppelin at the O2 Arena in London. Can you believe that? $170,000. Well, it, it actually, it was for charity, uh, but I will tell you, those tickets had a face value of $255. I don't think there's anybody that I would go out and see uh, for that much money. That's insane. I don't, I, you know, I didn't mention earlier, but it is also World Philanthropy Day. So uh, maybe that's why he did it. I figured I'd tell you real quick here, the philanthropists of the world. We've got Warren Buffett. He's number one, according to Forbes. He's given away about $3.4 billion just 
in 2018 alone. I've got a, a year old numbers here because we haven't done that for this year yet. Uh, Bill and Melinda Gates, 2.6 million. Uh, number three on the list is Michael Bloomberg. He's given away $767 million. And number four, the Walton family. Yeah, remember the Waltons from TV? Yeah, they gave away. No, 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 not, not those guys. These are the guys that uh, started Walmart. Uh, they've given away $596 million. And George Soros, has given away $585 million. All of those numbers, all of them, are just from 2018. I've got to form a charitable organization and get it in front of these guys. Oh, man. Hey, uh, we've got, like I said, uh, we've got a great podcast coming up here. A great uh, couple of podcasters are going to join me. Uh, they are from Listen to This Podcast, and we are going to talk about some of the best drummers in the world. And we'll do that right after this. All right, and we're back. Hey, I've got uh, Will and Ash from the Listen to This podcast uh, joining me today. We're talking about National Drummer Day. And I figured, you know what, we're talking about music. I've got to bring you guys on the show. Uh, I love your podcast, and I love that you introduced me to all these new artists. So thanks for coming on today to talk about National Drummer Day. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, you know, I, I feel like we've done this before, but uh, we had you guys on a couple weeks ago. So uh, it's like, hey, uh, whenever I'm going to have a music day, I'm going to bring you guys on. Uh, so drummers, let's talk about your favorite drummers. I know what Ash is going to say. Mine is, well, there's only one drummer for me, and that's uh, Ginger Baker. <laughs> of course, of course. And I, I think I 100% know what yours is. Mm. John Bonham. That's right. <laughs> that's, <laughs> I, I, I can totally see why. Yeah, yeah. powerhouse. Oh, of course he is. He's absolute engine. Yeah. So you got you got Cream and you got Led Zeppelin there, a couple of the best bands as well, uh, mm -hmm. ever. What about uh, Neil Peart from Rush? Yeah, brilliant. excellent drummer, very technical. Oh, yeah. yeah, passed yeah. away earlier this year, which was just it. It's crazy. It's like some of those some of the deaths that you hear about. You know, you hear I heard about that one. I was just like so bummed out because he's just mm -hmm. he's done so much. And weren't you saying that he did some of the writing of the lyrics too? Yeah, as far as I'm aware, Neil put then. 90% if not all the lyrics to all the Rush material. <laughs> I know he done all of 2112 and that's my favorite album. Mm. But yeah, I'm pretty sure that that um he done all the lyrics. I, th I think I think yeah, I think he was the second drummer of Rush. The first drummer wasn't great, but then they hired Neil. Mm. And then obviously they were just this massive three-piece from Canada. The Canadian. Yeah, I bet yeah. Yeah. I thought they New York State or something like that. Can Canada, eh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, why, that's why they apologize in all their songs. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got, uh, what about Keith Moon? Keith, oh, he's uh, Moon the Loon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can't miss Keith out. Oh. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a hell of a drummer and just some amazing stories as well. I think that's what encapsulates the story or what was behind the great drama is, is 100% the stories behind them. Not as well as the playing, but mm, the yeah. stories about Keith, the stories about John Ginger. Yeah, yeah. Some mm -hmm. epic stories like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Keith uh, died of an overdose in 1978. Uh, it, it, it does seem like a lot of drummers hit that over, like John Bonham. He, he died mm -hmm. basically drinking vodka. I think, he, I think he drank vodka all day. 
and then like drank vodka, vodka to go to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> like, like wow. couldn't get to sleep through drank vodka. I, I seen the stats once of how much he drank, and I can't remember the stats, but it is unbelievable. And you can see why he died. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, right. Yeah. He's uh. like drinking pint, pints of vodka essentially. Well, apparently when Led Zeppelin used to play, he used to have like a barrel or something of cider or lager by the side of him. <laughs> I have a shot and I'm done. I, I, don't know these guys <laughs> do. uh, I, I was, you know, one of my favorites uh, from Nirvana, Dave Grohl. Yeah, I think he was the third or fourth, if memory serves correctly. <clears throat> he wasn't the first of which many people were thinking he was, but yeah, he's about the, the third of, he was, he was definitely the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was yeah. the drummer for Queens of Stone Age album as well, wasn't he? Which the album did really well, and then the original drummer came because it, I think he took his place because like the, the original drummer broke his leg or oh, something. Like Stone Age. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dave Grohl took over for one album, and the album did really well because obviously they had Dave Grohl attached, and yeah. then the, the original drummer came back, and I think the sales fell slightly. <laughs> but it, but it's when went for Dave because oh god, yeah. Foo Fighters probably peak. Well, oh, not peak yet, but they're obviously doing well. Mm. But yeah, and I think he was. Did he do a song in um, Eagles of Death Metal? Do you know that? Yeah, you know yeah, that yeah, I'm sure he was in, in that group for a while. He was, yeah. Uh, I think Josh Holm was. Josh Holm and also Led Zeppelin, John Paul Jones. That's right, yeah. Oh. Yeah, you guys know your stuff. <laughs> I'm yeah, learning. I'm taking, it's all wrong. It's all wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm taking notes just just in case here. We'll, uh, <laughs> and you know, we gotta. I guess mention Ringo Starr, right? Uh, most underrated drummer in the world, I think so. Well, at, one of the best bands in the world, but the most underrated drummer, I reckon. There was a there's that famous line, isn't it, of Paul McCartney saying um, Ringo Starr isn't even the best drummer in the Beatles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Wow. <laughs> but, but yeah, R- R- Ringo stuff is is really good. If people always want more, don't they? They want they want like a bit of trickery, like Neil Peart, for example. Yeah, you know, just doing amazing things. But mm-hmm. Beatles didn't need that; they weren't about that. But it's, they just it, needed a, a good straight edge drumming. Hundred percent. It's the same with uh, Phil Rudd, ACDC. Yeah, yeah, can't go wrong mm. with Phil Rudd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just you know, just four four stuff. Just four four. Yeah. You know, and, and, a, and a drummer that I think we often forget as well is Max Weinberg from uh, Bruce Springsteen, uh, the E Street Band. He was on Conan O'Brien for years. When he would drum, he would drum so hard during the show that he would have to ice his hands afterwards. <laughs> that, that's just crazy. I, you used to drum, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's physical work. It is, you know, you <laughs> you you are. It's not like playing guitar or bass, and you kind of just stand in there and you can run around if you want with drums. You're actually physically hitting something. You're doing something. You're moving. And the amount of times I came off stage bleeding was a <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I, I've I've seen you come off a set once, and your hands are just covered in blood, full yeah. of blisters. Yeah, yeah. You know, you <sighs> punch, punch the side of the snare drum, or you hit something. That you shouldn't hit and bleed bruises on your thighs. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's crazy. It's good work. It's like jump on about the booze. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> were, you guys, were you a boxer or a drummer? Because <laughs> wow, same thing. Same. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, the way you're beating up something. <laughs> yeah, I was a hard player. <laughs> you guys had Red Iris on your show last week, uh, and it's nice to see you guys in the same room. By the way, the the, the whole. Uh, quarantine thing is over so it's good that you guys are back together uh but uh red iris tell us a little about them Uh, they've been together for a few years uh country blues rock sort of stuff just really powerful vocals with just this nice kind of blues edge to them it's a really good band yeah Yeah. i really enjoyed and emily was just great fun to speak to as well it's it's good to have a guest that couldn't just Mm -hmm. talk for days oh it's brilliant yeah Yeah, it's brilliant really good fun Mm. Yeah, that's cool. And who do you got uh, coming up on the next podcast? A band called Revolution Rabbit Deluxe. That's right. 
how would you say they were like a kind of they got like an 80s edge to them 80s edgy poppy kind of rock rock i don't know really yeah so many genres there i guess i think depeche mode but um, with with a bit a bit slightly heavier guitars i guess yeah yeah like a three piece depeche mode (laughs) yeah i like i like the sound of that i I can't wait to check that out and that comes out uh next is it this wednesday or next wednesday that that's coming out oh i don't know because we might, we're possibly, we're considering going to weekly podcast, but we're still fortnightly at the moment. So we're still, oh, okay. we're still working on the weekly release. It will be out on a Wednesday. It'll be out on <laughs> a Wednesday. So they just have to keep checking. Just subscribe and, and it'll yes. pop up. And it doesn't matter when it comes out. You're going to get it as soon as it comes out. Exactly. <laughs> or follow us on our social medias and you'll find it out. Ho- hopefully we'll, we will be really, uh, weekly release mm-hmm. ASAP, I guess. That's, so, that's, that's perfect. Fact. And if there's a band out there that wants to join you on your show, how do they do it? Uh, the best thing to do is send an email to let's listen to this at gmail.com or just follow us on any social medias. Yeah. Yeah. Just find us on social media. Listen to this one word with a number two. With a number two. <laughs> That's uh, perfect. Most, most of our social media. Yeah, um, um, and you'll find us. We're there. You can see our fat faces and the logo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, thank you guys for uh, jumping on again. And uh, next next music holiday, I'm, I'm bringing you on. Can't wait. All right. We'll be there. We'll be there. Thanks for having us, Chris. All right. Let's take a look at our birthdays for today. Actor Sean Murray is 43. Basketball star Carl Anthony Towns is 25. E40 is 53. And Macho Man Randy Savage was born on this day back in 1952. He passed away in 2011. Actress Shalane Woodley is 29. And Beverly D'Angelo, you know, the mom in National Lampoon's Vacation. Yeah, it's her birthday today. She turns 69. That's your look at November 15th. Thanks for listening to This Is Today. We do our best to pull together all the correct information. If we made a mistake and you heard it, you're super smart and we're super sorry. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and give us a five star if you think we deserve it. If you'd like to make sure that we cover something on a future episode, let us know. Go to thisistodaypodcast.com to make suggestions, give us feedback, and see our other podcasts. Special thanks to Will and Ash from Listen to This Podcast for joining me today. I'm Russ, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.